Matt said, I need to go to the toilet. And then I was like, no, nah, I'll hold it in till the next break. Character development. <laughs> Not going to lie, these mics are sounding very, very good. They are. Thanks, Andrew and Samantha. I don't know your parents' name, actually. Well, now I have to censor it. Oh, they don't care. Okay. <laughs> They're fine. They know who they are. Shout out. Shout out to my mum and dad. Oh. Thank you for making cool sure mics. I'm here. I haven't seen these kind of mics in a long time. Yeah. Because usually we use, like, blue Yetis, which are really good as well. Yeah, they're awesome. But we have to hold them, and the bases are really heavy. Yeah, so this one is, like, they're on little stands. Yeah. So we can kind of have our hands... Right, up and about. We can, we can click. Give some crisp high fives. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so... Welcome, welcome to Tangents, everyone. Where we start something and, and finish, finish nothing. nothing. So, um... Just thought we'd run through some like life updates. Yeah, What's going um, on? It's episode f- fifteen, I think it is. So I think before episode eighteen, there'll be episode seventeen. Maybe take a break for a week so we can get ready for like the, the legal episode. Legal episode, grand finanza. Finanza. Then, then we don't have to censor ourselves. Anymore. Yeah, we'll be going from PG to M. M. E for educational. For- Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. So, so yeah, I think we'll do some live updates. We'll do our redundant rant, which is pretty interesting. Yes. Our topic of choice, because I saw it recently. um, The news did something on it recently. And then Matt's got an interesting story that I actually don't know about. It's very good. You won't see this one coming. No. No. It's going to be very good. You're going to... I hope you enjoy it. I'm sure I will. I hope you all enjoy it. All right, so let's just get... Let's get into our redundant rants, everyone. Well, no, we're going to do our life updates. Oh, no, life updates. My bad. I'm skipping ahead. How's life, Jules? Pretty busy. Pretty busy. What's been going on? So at my workplace, we've had a lot more children come into our room just because they're redoing the nursery at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So all the nursery kids who are already two years old are coming up to our room, my room. Yeah. I don't know that place. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, usually we'd have about 16, 15, 16 at the most. Now yeah. we have 20 Oof. most days. Gosh. I think Monday was 19. I think Wednesday was 18 because we had another kid away. So I was like, wow. Yeah. Makes That's a difference. A lot of kids. No, like, man. Because at the moment, even, like, at my work, like, our numbers pretty much throughout the entire week are, like, 20 plus. Yeah. Which is, like different age group like i've got primary age kids but yeah the moment that you like reach that 15 plus threshold with just a group of children it's a lot to take in it's a lot to process i don't yeah because most teachers are only allowed like 30 or something in a classroom most Most, quotation marks depending on if they're in the preschool room there's about 28 to 30 kids yeah be about that with the ratios and stuff and then with us it's about 15 16 now 20 but we've had a lot of help from full-time or part-time nursery stuff. Oh, that's good. Because obviously casuals can't work. Yeah. And then you sort of stuffed, hey. Yeah. But, oh. Because been, they've been a really good help because those kids don't really know us toddler stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's good to know, like, if they're feeling a little bit uneasy that they can just, like, look around and their they're normal teacher yeah. is still there. Yeah, for and sure. they're starting to trust us a bit as well, which is nice. That is good. Building that trust. Yeah, like, even at my work, like, a heap of new kids. We've got a lot of new kids, like, 
randomly out of nowhere since week five of school term. <laughs> and my God. It's a lot. It's a lot. And a lot of huge, like, big, like, personalities. Mm. And it's really thrown me and my coordinator a curveball because, oh my God, because our morning sessions are angels. Yeah. They are so good. We can have, like, 30 kids and they are all angels. They are awesome. They listen. It's the same with the kids come in the morning as well. They're all just so yeah, chill. They're like, so good. Be like, because our routine is like, we'll do breakfast around eight o'clock. It's like we close breakfast because we've got to clean and whatnot. Mm. And then like 20 past eight is like their pack up before like school supervision starts. So we yeah. drop them off at 8.30. And for 10 minutes, like is the, like the pack up. And we've got a huge hall and we've got all these toys and stuff they pack they've they used to pack up in like 15 minutes i had to do it super early now i can be like three minutes before dismissal i'm like all right guys let's go and just it all just goes away and i'm not having to direct like there's some kids that you're like i've got to direct yeah that's normal and it's just like the angel children so i like to think of them as like you know in toy story 4 how they've got the preschool room and all the toys are beautifully played with yes Wait, was it four? It's pre- oh, three. no, three, sorry. I haven't seen four. No, so three. Two two. Doesn't, don't need to see four. No. Four? Like, I love all Toy Story movies, but that's for another time. <laughs> and anyway, so like in Toy Story 3, there's that beautiful preschool room. That's our mornings. Our afternoons, however. Are the toddler room. Are the toddler room. It is like zero to a hundred. Like, we'll start dismissing them into the room and it's just like, it goes just this tidal wave of just like, crazy ass kids look i have my i have my centers back our toddler room is not like the one in toy story 3 <laughs> yeah that's so just just for fiction yeah. it's yeah it's less kids for sure yeah but man our kid they're crazy and we've got some like really really tough like behaviors mm-hmm. as well like just some kids like with this one girl and oh my god just she's one of those kids that you go if she's sick you go oh I'm not against that. Like, obviously, all kids are welcome. But, like, you have those kids and you just go, oh, why? You you make my job ten times harder than it needs to be. Yeah. That one kid can make a room of 30 feel like a room of 60. Oh, God, yeah. Just because of having to deal with that child, plus the other personalities, plus, like, the actual running of the day, running the activities and whatnot. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. So I'm tired, man. You're tired. It's, what, week eight now? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure by the time we're recording this. by the time you come back might be week seven because usually by the time you come oh no it is week seven going into week eight yeah usually by the time you guys come back to term it's my birthday yeah that's right closer to my birthday getting close as well yeah but um so yeah you said you're feeling tired yeah man i'm just quite tired this is it's a lot like with the kids like you know like working with kids mentally straining plus like with us because i work before after school care it's a two-person team, so like you only really have that one person to fall back on. Yeah. And when you have so much work already, because like we're getting ready for holiday care already, like we've been programming that for the last like three weeks, <laughs> on top of like the regular stuff, on top of like I've had this like child safeguarding training today, just so much and just mentally kind of just takes it out of you. Just a lot of you're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Plus then like life and you're just like oh my gosh so much going sometimes on sometimes you just want to escape reality because right? i don't yes exactly because guess what apple just <laughs> <laughs> what apple a segue just, so i like, yeah i was just scrolling on youtube and it it an ad just popped up or like the you know yeah stuff pops up and the apple 
thing popped up. Oh, I'm sorry. Like this yeah. augmented reality, like goggles. Because what it's called Apple Vision Pro, isn't it? Yes, it looks pretty good. Actually. Yeah, because will gonna... I get it? Probably not at this time. Do you know how much it is? Over a thousand for sure. It's three thousand eight hundred or something. And anyway, for context: my MacBook was two thousand five hundred. Wow. Well, granted, this is this is meant to pretty much act like a computer. It is, yeah. Essentially, it's like a second phone. But and look, they're in the early stages at the moment. Like, people have tested it, but it's like beta version at the moment. It won't be yeah. available till next year. Yeah, it's not available till next year. There was a something I was reading, actually, about the stock price of Apple. Oh, God. Because one of the biggest things about this Apple reveal was the new headset. So, stock prices were sort of, like, dwindling as the um, presentation went on. And people were going, oh, like, they're not gonna, they're not going to release it. They're not going to announce it. And, and like stock prices were like dropping, dropping, dropping. Yeah, I don't know exact figures. The moment then they like announced it, it was the last thing they announced in the conference. Yeah. And they're like, stock price went through the roof. And then Apple started like discussing what it was going to be for. They started, because mar- they're marketing it towards like businesses. Yeah. yeah. More than just like the everyday user. Do I want one? Absolutely. Oh yeah. But like yeah. the way they're marketing it is towards business, towards companies buying them. Yeah. So stock prices yeah. started. And it's interesting, like, what the ad said, like, you can... You pretty, so pretty much, if you guys haven't heard about it... Yeah. So pretty much it's like these... It's exactly like if you did, like, VR goggles, but you can see out of them. Yeah. And it's almost like your screen is there, but you can see everything around you still. Yeah. It's like pretty all, much. It's, it's interactive. It can, it'll pick up, like, you'll be in your, like space and it'll pick up if people come to you like towards you like it'll um it'll like morph them into your picture so i saw this really funny this person was like reacting to it It was like this twitch stream he was reacting to (laughs) it right and anyway so he's like imagine if mom and dad (laughs) (laughs) you're all you're on the right i sent you this yeah yeah Yeah, and it's just like imagine you're yeah indulging in yourself self-love self-love and then then suddenly, you on your left hand side, your mum morphs into the picture, <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "Oh, oh no!" <laughs> it looks insane. Yeah. Like the ad looks, you know, much to be desired because it looks insane. Yeah, because it's not. And then, like another huge thing with the stock price was they were going, "It's a lot of money." It's like what? A, what did I say just before? Like three thousand five hundred, three thousand eight hundred. It's only going to be available in the US. What? Originally, like in the first like couple of months, it'll only what? be available in its in the US. Oh. And it's not getting released till next year. So there were all these things that start so it plummeted Apple's like stock price yeah. super hard. Yeah. I just guess. because of a set of headphones. Have you seen like some of the pictures of like when it unblurs cuz like it sh- it'll show people it, that you're working face, with like a yeah. a blur sort of thing, like a it blurs nebula sort of looking thing. Yeah. And then like when you're looking and your eyes just look huge yeah and i'm like that's gonna be so good like in the workplace and people are just gonna be chatting you'll be like you'll walk over and you'll be like you'll just like you'll just like knock and be like can i can i have a quick chat and then it'll be just like yeah what can i do for you so yeah because the person sounds like that yeah oh well that was interesting but we're gonna take a quick break so matt can go and pee and have his character arc over and it's all a canon event 
Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, our redundant rent's a pretty interesting one. It's going to be a good one this week. Okay, we'll give you a bit of a break. Well, Matt's gone to the bathroom because apparently his blood is more important than anything else here today. But we have a pretty interesting redundant rant. I just have to wait till he gets back because he's taking his sweet, precious time. If you do like this show, though, give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think about it because we've checked um, what our audience is on. Matt will be very surprised that a bit of Australia, a bit of America, a little bit of Canada, I think I saw. So that's pretty interesting. So I'll let him know when he comes back. Let me just actually get up. Who's been listening? Okay, so yeah, we've had a few different... Welcome back, Matt. So I was just talking to the people, to the folks. This is what our platform looks like at the moment. We had like mostly Ooh. Australians, some Americans, some Canadians. Oh, that sounds pretty good, eh? Our, <laughs> oh, hang on, just while you, our, while our you talk about that. brothers and sisters in our Commonwealth. <laughs> anyway, but... Um, is this too... Do you reckon that's too long? It's nah, fine. it's alright. So, I'm done with guys. Sorry, yes. It's an interesting one because I heard heard it in conversation. I was having a conversation with people at work as well, and um, and I was thinking about it as well because obviously, Stranger Things and that Kate Bush song when it oh yeah when she Running literally up the got hill, millions of dollars again yeah. for it <laughs> after like what forty years. Yeah, how all that new music sort of coming back. So yeah, like our redundant red question is. Why are young people attached to music in the 80s and 90s today? Which I think is interesting. So we'll get a timer up, actually. Yeah, I got it. All right. We're going to do a countdown and start. Racers, start your... God bless engines. America. God bless America. <laughs> and our soldiers. <laughs> and racers, start your engines. Okay. All right. So, oh, what's, what's your take? So, it's strange... But not at the same time. Yeah. Because... Sorry. For people my age and your age... Yeah. Our parents will be old enough to listen to music in the 80s and 70s. That's how I got my exposure to early music was from my parents. Yeah, 100%. More more than anything. Yeah. But younger people, their parents were born like late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Yeah, usually. Closer to our age. Yeah. So it's just like... It's weird, and they feel like they're discovering this song for the first time. Maybe that's yeah. been a thing forever. Yeah, and then it gets really popular on, on yeah. services and stuff. I feel I, I feel it's good, but I also kind of find it a bit cringy when they're like, "Oh, oh this God, is yeah. this is discovered music." I'm like, "No, no, it's just you may have discovered it." Years, yeah, yeah, but I feel like that's sort of a trend we're in it over the last like five or so years, just like revival. Oh, of, ago. like, vintage, like, items. Like, record players were a huge thing a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like, I remember my sister being on this huge fad of, like, oh, record players are back. And I'm like, well, they never really well, left. I've had one since I was a little boy. Yeah, well, yeah. I never had a record player. I had a DB, like, a CD player. Yeah. When you'd, like, click it in, you sh- <laughs> And then you hear it spin, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> So good. <laughs> and then it starts. Oh. Yeah. 
music to my ears. Oh, yes, yeah, so good. But yeah, I think it's sort of like a trend of like trying to. The th- I I feel like with that sort of music, it was better music. I'm not saying that some music that's produced in yeah, the last was... couple of decades wasn't bad. Wasn't was bad. It's just but different. That's what it's it is. different. Like a lot of it's the same. A lot well, of it's commercial. Well, a lot of the music that is the same today, quote unquote. Yeah. Has been samples of those songs. Yeah, you've got a lot of the same samples. Like, oh, what's that? Um, bang bang, look we just started. Bang bang. Oh, it's one of some a, a pop song, and it uses like that Axel Foley sort of like ba 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 ba. Oh, um, crazy frog. Uses that crazy frog Serious. sort of thing, and that's been a sample for God knows how long. Because so much music back then was just like samples yeah. that people just went, oh, I'm gonna use that, and then they created their own music. California Love. Same yeah. sort of thing, like it was just a sample. Oh, yeah. Like it's used. I forget who did it. Roger and Zap, I think it was. California Love, yeah, probably. Yeah, and it's just such a good artist, though. By the way, and people, and it's become trendy. That's why I think it's so. Well, like I saw today, like Men in Black. The Men in Black song was originally a song from like, oh my god, when eighties, I think, and then yeah, Will Smith did it for Men in Black, and then. An artist in 2017 sampled that exact thing as well. Yeah. So it's just like, it is it stealing? Is it not stealing? That's what I read, by the way. But I read is why are young people attached to music from then today? Yeah, I think they're just trying. I think there's a youth mentality of oh, it used to it used to be so much better back in the day before we were alive, sort of thing. It's better yeah. then than it is now. Yeah. Like be, I feel like there is a social thing of life being harder now. Wanting to reminisce, wanting to reminisce, or like sort of think of things from the past when it may not have been as bad, sort of yeah. on a more deep. But in reality, it's always been bad. It's, it was always bad. It's just a matter of perspective. That's I think like the trends back then were pretty. Like looking back, you kind of go, "Whoa, that's like crazy." But that's the and point. you sort of get enticed, and you go, "Oh, that's really interesting." And then they like hyperfixation of like this generation will go, "I must know everything about it." And it anything you know well that's but it's also a good thing as well because you've had like a new wave of people discovering their music again yeah and then you've got like artists that are then influenced by that too yeah like i like i wouldn't say harry styles is a huge influence on that but like he's a lot more swings onto the i try to make somewhat more original sort of that sort of style music Depending on like what you listen to, some of it he's got very cut and paste pop music too, but like a lot of the songs back then are so like diverse and original and just unique. I think is the right word compared to like a lot of music now. It's like a lot of it sounds really similar because, like you said, there's those samplings, and then there's like record companies know what's going to go on the radio, what's going to make them the money, so they just want people to be making that, and they're just like chalk out like 20 songs that may yeah. be garbage yeah but it's like but the they're what's going to play on the radio so the thing about the songs though is they are a product of that time they're exactly. like a little time capsule of what was happening at the time oh well, there you go time yeah. is up sad times but it is interesting to think about sort of as a closing note i think it's just sort of a reminiscing sort of thing it's i think that's is. why and then they see music. their parents reminisce on it and they go, oh, well, that's actually pretty cool. And I have because to say... Because we reminisce on music in 2010 when bloody um, 
LMFAO was shuffling in the street. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> That's and, our legacy. And then like our kids will probably go, oh, that music was cool and reminisce on that because we reminisce on it. You know, there are songs though from like the early 2010s where actually slap pretty good. Oh, there, there's some awesome ones. Like LMFAO, I think, did some pretty fun music back in the day. I did even Usher? remember they were, I think they were uncle and nephew, I think. Yeah. It was a huge thing because then it was like... Quincy Jones. Yeah, yeah it was, they were like related. Yeah, I knew that. Hmm. But, um, and they just wanted to take the brand in different directions so I think Red Foo sort of just like do his own thing do his own thing there's a deeper story to that it might actually be an interesting thing to research also, and talk about where are you Red Foo? where is he? <laughs> the last time I remember seeing Red Foo was um, the, on Australia's Good Talent <laughs> X Factor for me oh, X Factor no that's the one that's right 2012 right. I think wow I miss Red Foo if you're listening Red Foo get in touch come get on the podcast touch. I actually like him I think he is so cool. He's like such an interesting guy. He's the perfect example of like masculinity, but like not toxic. It ma- yeah, it's like anyway, like that's the, a different rant. different that's rant. A different situation. But we love Red Foo. Please come on a podcast. Uh, anyway, um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's yeah. If any of you know, if any, we're going to take Red a Foo. quick break and then we'll come back for our topic of choice. <laughs> All right, well, we're back. We're back. <laughs> We've got runny noses. What oh, are you going to do about it's it? It's winter. We work with children. We're sick. Yeah, we're tired. It's it's an amalgamation, if you will. Yeah, but, but our topic of choice this week, I saw it on the news because they've done it recently, actually. They've reprinted a couple of Roald Dahl books where they've changed some of the wording. Yeah. They've gotten rid of some words and stuff. So the kind of topic is like, have books and movies changed to be more woke for the woke movement too much in a way. yeah because like thinking a couple of episodes back we were talking about the um gender what was the creative gender creative gender i always go gender, gender i think creative gender, parenting. Yeah. gender creative parenting and like how it was very woke and then bringing up now it's like books being woke I think there's, there's a whole woke movement. I think there is an element of... We're just more aware now. It's like... Well, for example, in a lot of Roald Dahl books, they got rid of the word fat, ugly. Right. Uh, I can't remember. But like fat. those kind of like harsh oh. words. But the thing is about Roald Dahl books, they're fatals in a way to teach children. Similar yeah. to like... Roald Dahl is like the edgy Dr. Zeus. True. So like... Those words kind of need to be in because, like, <laughs> tradition. But also... <laughs> yeah. It it teaches people lessons as well. Exactly. And I wouldn't say they're doing it to, like, fully beat down on children no. that were fat. No. Or, like, ugly people or ugly things. Like, unfortunately... It's a as you, And it's, like, outside of, like, being woke, like, there are a lot... Like, there's a lot of realities... And being like, yeah, there are people that are large. Like, even if they're not fat, like, just large people. Like, super tall people. Whatever. It's whatever. It's, it's, it is whatever. And, like, you're just going to experience it in life. You're going to see all types of people. And I feel like woke sometimes shields too much. Okay. So then once they come... Like, once children have come of age and then they're... Expi- it, like, they might move away. Like, they might meet new friends or well, whatever they get... and they get exposed to certain things that it's a huge culture shock to them and they have to sort of like adapt from there and they've already people have already had to adapt so much from COVID oh yeah so like yeah it's 
it's a bit rough, I think. But I don't think there's any wrong in wanting to make things le- like 100% there would be changes certain books that yeah there's definitely necessary changes like if there are segments when there's like fully back beating in on like a fat child like I definitely don't think they need to be they teaching to change yeah, they don't need to be going oh yeah like this is fine to leave in there like reword it so it doesn't incite violence towards fat people or people that are ugly or whatever people oh, just people in general like you don't need to be inciting violence for that like is there's enough of it in the world we don't need to be inciting it in our books for children exactly yeah i mean look i remember reading world Up books as a kid yeah and i remember just loving them granted this was like 2007 2006 yeah yeah different times different time i was 10 you were 10 2006 seven, seven. i was gonna say i'm not that old yeah, I didn't think you that. Twenty six issue, but um, even like my parents probably read those books as well. Yeah, for sure. I remember getting them read to me and reading them at school with my teacher, with the whole class. Yeah, but I feel like they wouldn't do that today. Or if they did, they get the reprinted version. The the watered down versions, I suppose. What is your favorite Roald Dahl book? I don't remember. Matilda was up there. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I think. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's probably his most famous one. Yeah. And then the movies as well just did them so well. Yeah. Both of them. A lot of people... I don't know if, like... I don't know if there's, like, a consensus if people like one or the other. But I think both of them did justice to Oh, James and the Giant Peach. I'm just having a look through some of his books. Oh, I haven't seen Just to sort of, like, jog my memory because it's been so long, like... James Matilda, like BFG. I remember BFG, yeah. Um, the Witches. Oh, oh I yeah. forgot about The Witches. I quite like that when See, I read like that like edgy Dr. Seuss. Yeah. What else have we got? Uh, the Twist. The Twists. The twists. I don't know about that. I think, Fantastic it's in that I think it's in that book where they had to change a little words. Yeah, yeah maybe that. Fantastic Mr. Fox is a great one. Love that film. <laughs> so good. Where's Anderson? If you're listening, come on to our podcast. If you, if you know him, just, just reach out. Such a good film. Like, definitely one of my favourite. The Magic Finger? I don't remember that one. The Enormous Crocodile? Oh, yeah. Like, um, just good books. There are some really good ones. But and they're dark. That's the point of it. They're teaching kids lessons, like Charlie and the Chocolate, Fru- Chocolate Factory, for instance. Like don't be greedy. Greediness, selfishness. All those kind of... Entitlement. Entitlement and all that kind of stuff. And Charlie's just... Charlie. Yeah. He's just the run-of-the-mill kind of kid that did the right things, yeah. quote. But it also shows that, like, you don't have to be... You don't have to be crazy special, because just being yeah. yourself can be special as well. That's it. What makes you different makes you special. Yeah. And look, there are... I would probably point more towards children's TV where they are probably a little bit more woke and a little bit more sensible in the way they approach these sort of ideas. Like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a very aggressive way of pointing this out. It's very much like extreme ends of the spectrum being like, these kids are naughty because they are entitled, they are not grateful, they are whatever... Charlie's a good kid because he is always grateful for what he has. He doesn't come from much, inherits something, which is like the whole story. Yeah. But like 
I, I point towards like Bluey. I think Bluey is probably one of the Bluey best pieces of media that has come out for children's education. But there's an episode that they banned or something because maybe the father wanted to lose weight. Oh yes, fat. it did get. There was an episode that aired and then got pulled because it was about losing weight. But like, I don't think there's anything wrong with promoting a healthy lifestyle. No. We have so like, we work with like in childcare, like we work with like the healthy eating standards like yeah you have to are staying healthy yeah in ch- with children and like you're meant to promote healthy eating like but coming from like some what of a fitness background myself like everything's fine in moderation there's nothing wrong if you're a little bit tubby there's nothing wrong if you're super in shape it's just a matter of your, your lifestyle and whatever and you should be able to teach the kids it's fine either way but like it shouldn't be demonized that the person like the dad wanted to get in shape. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that's where I think the woke's too far. Yeah. Because Because like, you know, nothing wrong with a bit of dad bod. There's nothing wrong with a dad bod. And there's nothing wrong with an athletic bod as well. There's nothing wrong with being healthy and choosing to eat clean because they push it so much. But then the moment you point it out in media, they go, how dare you? And I don't understand that. Yeah. I I don't, I understand the whole idea of fat phobia. What? <laughs> Have you yeah. heard about people being fat phobic? It's a new yeah. sort of thing. It's like yeah. being pretty much just like discriminatory yeah, against yeah. someone who is yeah. very unfit. But I find a lot of people that are like shaking this narrative are the people that are morbidly obese, are the ones that are weighing like almost 200 kilos. And it's not a healthy thing. And I'm not saying I'm fat phobic. Everyone's got their story of how they get to where they are. But it's not bad to promote being healthy it's not i also like there are super there are there are extremely well i don't know extremely healthy but there are healthy people that are extremely high body weights i follow i'm a powerlifter and there's this one guy um jesus alvarez is his name he is a 120 plus kilo powerlifter so that's the weight division so he's 120 kilos plus and he competed at a um, competition called um, Sheffield, which is like they got the best powerlifters in a t- drug tested federation. Sheffield's a place in England it, as well. It, is, it was held in England as well. Was it held in Sheffield? It, it was held in Sheffield. There you go. Okay. And anyway, so it was held and they got all the best powerlifters in the drug tested federation and they put them, and the goal was like to break records and all of this. And this guy, Jesus Alvarez, unfathomably strong but like he when he competed he weighed about 178 kilos when he competed i mean ridiculously (laughs) like the man is huge he's a goliath crazy and like he's that but he's not going oh because you're skinny you're fat phobic sort of to bring back like you can still be at an extremely heavy body weight and be and be somewhat live a healthy lifestyle like you can be a heavy person and the Rock. The Rock. He's Most a... pro wrestlers are really big and heavy people. Yes, exactly. But they live a healthy lifestyle. Well. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And then sort of like trying to bring it's that back to It's when they get into the... acting in movies such as Black Adam and Jumanji is when we don't... it gets ruined. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but sort of like to bring it back to books being and changed movies. to be too woke, like it's a systemic sort of thing. It doesn't... It's not just isolated to book. It's books it's like external factors 
that people publishing these books are probably under a lot of pressure to adhere to a lot of these sort of expectations for a lot of people yeah and i totally think that there would be a lot of people that might read these books and go oh much like people going oh they represent me in a good way there'd be a lot of people that go oh they represent me in a bad way i mean look like i said earlier i think it rolled all those words like fat ugly twit like i don't think we we don't need twit in a book i'm fine with something like a twit not being in a book i mean that's kind of funny it's like look (laughs) i understand it's funny i can understand in today's age with some children what they already know adding things like twit will just get used in a derogatory right way and over overused like hyperfixation with children these days they'll use it and then they'll understand that it's harmful and then they can be a lot more assertive with it i think whereas like i feel like when we read it we were a little bit more like oh that's funny a funny word and then that was sort of the end of it yeah look there probably were a lot of kids that also just weaponized that too and not everyone's perfect yeah but miss trunchable says like you are losers children like just straight up we'll say you're losers you're a twit yeah you're this you're that I don't think there's anything... Come for me, white people. It's it's a... By the way, it's also a story. It is. It's not based on a true story at all. It's just a story. It's a book. It's a book. It's a story. It's not there to be like... Take it in. This is how you're meant to live. Put it down. Or anything. Yeah. No. It's not you pray love. And if you don't think it's appropriate, just don't read read it. it. That's why, like, there's... It was like, oh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, I think we talked about it a couple of episodes ago, that, um... It was the first time they dropped an F-bomb and oh, it was vi- yeah. like it was a violent movie and parents are like how dare it be violent and they're like the movie's rated M if you don't want them to see it don't watch it or like people taking their um, kids to like DC superhero movies yeah and DC's a lot darker than Marvel so like the... sorry my stomach's just right? a bit yeah that's you just all ate the... a burger <laughs> it's, a, it's the burger uh, but yeah, like I was saying, like, people being horrified at, like, Joker because it's so violent and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a like, violent character. He's a it's violent. in a violent movie. It's a violent world. Yeah, it's in Gotham. Gotham City is, like, meant to be a criminal city. Yeah. Metropolis, that's a nice one. Yeah. But anyway, but that's our topic of choice. That's should... Yeah. It's our take. I and think the moral, of, the moral of it is... If you want to read it, read it. If you don't want to, just don't. Don't. I think a lot of like the work stuff also just comes back down to, I understand you've got this problem, mm. but you can also it, you can quite quickly avoid it just by putting it not in. engaging with it. Yeah. You don't have to engage with everything you don't like. Well, like for instance, here we're still going. We said we finished. There's a comedian. Yeah. Who said a pretty offensive joke about. Is this Jim Jeffries? No, I like him. <laughs> it was Jimmy Carl. Jimmy he Carl, said okay. one... I like Jimmy Carl. I really love his yeah, stuff. Yeah. Very funny. There was one joke he made about Roma people and being yep. from a Roma background. I was like, oh, that it's hit well with me. And I just don't watch that special. I watch his other stuff. Yeah. I just don't watch that one. Or mm-hmm. that, that... I just don't listen to that joke. Yeah, exactly. Not everything is for everyone. No. And that's the point. Art is subjective. It's all subjective. But yeah. Alright, we'll do a break and that up. we'll come back and Matt has a story. A good good it's a, story. It's a blind listen. 
Piss it. It's a blind listener. To start this story... Sit down, kids. Sit down. And may I just start this story with the Spongebob song, Ripped My Pants. How does it go? It's like... Have you, have you heard oh, the... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ripped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's a bit of a um, precursor to what this story so is there about, I was right? Barbecue sauce on their titties. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that one. It's so like, good. have you seen um, Mock the Week, where it's like oh, stories no. you wouldn't tell at a dinner table? And he goes, anyway, long story short, by the end of it, you couldn't tell what was chocolate and what was poo. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's your story. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, you re- so, let's hear the story. All right. So back when this is a gym story, okay? So. <laughs> Oh, no. Sort of setting it up. All right. So back, I used to go to the gym with my mates, right? And we were into just like, we were just doing gym bro stuff, whatever. Like we quite like just trying to see how much we could lift with our squat I'll bench. Sport you. I'll sport yeah, with our squat, our bench and our deadlift, we were just trying to push it. And anyway, yeah. I remember my mate was a really good deadlifter. And I'm like, oh, I had on him the squat. I was a good squatter. Anyway, we were like one night we'd finished like our TAFE semesters or whatever it was we were doing at the time and we were on a break and we're like, oh, let's go to the gym really late at night and we're just going to like, we're going to bring in a speaker because we the gym we went to pretty much was in an area with a lot more old people. So like the gym would be empty by like 10 o'clock. 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah. By like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, like the gym was essentially empty on a Friday night. Because all the all the young people would go out to town, and then all the old people would be in bed. Yep. So we're like, yeah, we'll go there. So we got this huge speaker, and we went to the gym. And then, you know, the goal was just to like hit some PRs. It was really cool. We like hyped out, like smashed cool. out the cafe. It was so cool because it was around about the time with Hathor Bjornsson when he was still doing strongman, and we'd oh. seen this video when he was in Iceland and he was doing some deadlift stuff, and people were like around him screaming at him yeah, yeah. in Iceland. And we we're I just like, that, this yeah. is such a cool idea. So we just thought we were going to do it. So it was about four of us. <laughs> And we went to just like smash these PBs and whatnot. So my mate was deadlifting. We were like, we were standing there. We had the music going and we were screaming at him. And like, That's so cool. we're doing some awesome stuff. And Imagine then, anyway, if someone walked in. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> we were lucky no one did actually. Okay. And like, we did all go like, oh, if someone goes in, we're like, we'll tone it down. But anyway, we're like, scr- like we'll scream at the top of our lungs. This was a small gym and like, Lifting like we'd moved things out of the way so it looked good and everything. We we're like, yeah, great. It was great. And then anyway, so we did the deadlift and we did, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do a squat. And anyway, at the time it was like I was trying to squat like 180 kilos. That was the goal. Okay. And I was like, sweet. And anyway, warm up. Everything was good. And I'd worn this pair of pants I'd always worn when I squat because they were <laughs> they were flexible. <laughs> and for some reason. I had decided to change into a pair of um, just like joggers <laughs> just because it was cold or whatever because it was getting late I'm like oh I'm going to squat out of my squat pants just going to get into some like joggers or whatever yeah. because it's cold anyway so I was warming up and I was like oh yeah and anyway so I was squatting and like you could hear some like cracking but I'm like oh it's just a bit of knees or whatever and anyway so loaded up 180 had one mate either side of me one mate behind me spotting me mm. And I go down into the descent. (laughs) (laughs) I rip the bloody ass out of those pants. (laughs) And like I was squatting, I was facing a mirror and pretty much 
So like you could see the mirror and then there were also mirrors on the other side of this area where you could pretty much just see what was behind you. <laughs> just see my... <laughs> It's just out, and like as it happened, like I started, like I didn't get the squat. Like I went down. And I just kept going. My, I had safety bars and stuff, so I just lost the weight or whatever. And all my mates was like, we were just all pissing ourselves. Like it was so funny. <laughs> I had to do the walk of shame in the bathroom. <laughs> it was so big. It was seam to seam rippage. And anyway, so I did that, whatever. I like put my squat pants on. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go back out and do this. And like, I come out, my mates were in stitches, and like, it was so funny because like the mate that was squatting, like back squatting me, like when you squat, like spot from behind, like you're relatively close to the person who's squatting. Yeah. So like, I was just like ass, (laughs) ass out to like him and I'm like man it was embarrassing as hell I had the pants like drop them in the gym bin and I'm like alright I'm gonna do this I waited a little bit I got the squat eventually I got the squat at the end anyway (laughs) but oh my god it was just so funny that's so funny just like the gym story squatting in that gym like I remember the first time when I was really first starting I squatted like 140 kilos and I got to the bottom and I couldn't get up and I didn't have the safeties up or anything. It was a moderately busy day, yeah. but every you don't realize how many people don't pay attention to what else is going on at the gym. No, I'm pretty like, I'll be listening to music, but like I'm looking around the gym, seeing what everyone's doing. A lot of people don't do that. They're in their phones. They're all, they're doing their stuff. So I was at the bottom of this squat for like three minutes, like <laughs> on, with the weight on my back, I was going blue. Like, and I couldn't bail because I couldn't go back because I'd gone down and sort of bent over and I couldn't fall forward or I was going to like crush my head. So I was waiting. I was like trying to like call out to someone. Everyone (laughs) had their headphones on. No one noticed. And eventually this dude like looked over. He's like, oh, (laughs) oh, Oh, damn. And had to like run over (laughs) and like yanked it off. And I was like, oh oh my God, I I passed out. (laughs) Yeah, because I had the weight on my back for so long and like yeah. you couldn't really take a breath when you're at the bottom there I was using all my breath out. yeah I, I could yeah. just I was looking in the mirror I could like see my face going like blue I was like it was very dangerous from then on I've always made sure like I use safeties when I need them yeah but oh my god yeah just That's ripping so ass there like <laughs> I remember once I was squatting I just ripped the biggest fart but like again <laughs> no one notices because everyone's got their headphones exactly in. And you just do it, and then it's like, oh, whoopsies. <laughs> oh. Oh, but that's my little story. It's not very long, but it's very funny. It's good. Full of action, I like if you the will. Story. It's, uh, yeah. It's something. <laughs> it's something, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, I think that's where we'll finish this episode. Thanks so for So we're ch- going to go to the gym. We're all going to squat together. <laughs> and uh, maybe, maybe you're listening to this at the gym. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> you probably are top t- top gym motivation. Yeah, we'll just do an episode where it's just like motivational quotes for your gym sessions. Oh, God. <laughs> if we ever get to that point, I'm gonna shoot myself. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, but anyway, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe. Give us a five star review. Send it to your friends. I mean, your uncle. We're having more people listen to it, which is nice. Yeah, we're getting some traction. Feel free to comment and... Let us know what you want to hear from us. Because yeah. 
because I've got a little Frankly, journal where I write out of ideas. No, oh, I've 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 cracked the code, everyone. I started just writing all the ideas down in my notes. I saw this person being like, "Oh, if you have autism or like you have ADHD, this is what you should do to like cup compartmentalize your like thoughts." But I just thought that's a really good idea just for life in general. So I've got this yeah. huge notes thing. All so right. I've got the ideas now, but we still would like to hear from you guys. Hear from you guys. Talk to you about what you want to hear. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, well, we're going to go.